There it is. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 208 of the Ted Jones World Podcast. Guys, today being Saturday, it's a freaking blizzard outside in New York City. If you are in New York City, I'd recommend just staying inside. It's funny, you never really know when the weather people are going to be right. On a day like today, it looks like they're, they are actually uh, correct. When outside, there's got to be at least a foot of snow out there. And the thing is, you can't really tell how deep it is from your window. You know, like I myself, I'm on the second floor here in the apartment slash studio, you know, sound podcast studio, whatever. But you can never really tell until you're really freaking out there. I'm surprised that Starbucks was open. The deli next to my apartment that I buy weed at was open. But, you know, somebody's got to work, right? Guys, what is up? We have the Australian Open men's final as of last night. As I'm telling you guys, this today is Monday. So, I mean, we'll see who takes it. Nadal versus Medvedev. If you guys listened to the last episode with my former tennis coach, we talked Australian Open. He actually made two good calls. He said Ash Barty was going to win the women's title, which she did. And he said that Nick Kyrgios was going to win the doubles title, which he did with Tanasi Kokonakis. So good call, Jack Brody. And now you just have one more call to make. We'll see if Nadal beats Medvedev. And um, I'm pretty confident that he will. But now I don't want Nadal to win 21 Grand Slams. You know, we've talked about this on the podcast many a times because since uh, last year's Australian Open, Novak Djokovic and Fed have both been tied with Nadal at 20 Grand Slam. So we'll see. If Nadal wins this Grand Slam, he's going to have 21. Does that make him the greatest of all time? Statistically, yes. But, I mean, I'm, I'm for the most part, I'm going to consider Federer the greatest of all time. Just with how smooth he is, you know, with that ball, whatever the freak it is. Guys, I am excited to go down to Miami in about, what is it now, two and a half weeks February 20th, the day before President's Day, I'm opening for Hannah Burner at the Miami Improv in Doral next to the airport. So if you guys are in Miami, you come to that show February 20th, 8 p.m. That's a Sunday night show. And then the day after that, we have a Ted Jones comedy show at the stand February 21st. But guys, check the link in this YouTube video, podcast, Spotify, wherever you guys are listening to this. We have a number of Ted Jones comedy show, Comedy Night with Ted Jones in February. So that's going to be amazing. And guys, today I have switched over to Anchor. For those of you who don't know, uh, Anchor is a podcasting service that works directly with Spotify. So thank you to people over at Spotify for helping me out, helping me with the switch, making it nice and smooth. And we'll see, guys. It looks like we're going to try and get the video pumping through Anchor. So when you guys are listening on Spotify, you can actually check out the video, too, so you guys don't have to go to YouTube and make that like a separate thing. But I'm very excited New wave for the podcast, guys. January was the most listened to date. Very pumped about that in the two and a half years that we've been doing this podcast. So seems like it's picking up. If you guys um, have any topics that you'd like me to discuss, you know, for the most part, comedy, lifestyle, podcast, maybe a little business here. I did work in the business field for six years before I started in stand-up comedy and posting these vlogs and podcasts. So, you know, I just really shoot the shit about anything here. Have guests sometimes. But if this is your first episode listening to the Ted Jones World Podcast, guys, shoot a review five stars if you love it if you don't love it then one star what am i gonna do what the shit am i gonna do here trenta ice coffee obviously yes off the roof um you know i say light ice and i do mean light ice but this is the perfect amount of ice this is like light to medium ice and on a day like today it is freezing because usually when it snows outside it's not actually also freezing but today 17 degrees and you got about a foot of snow out there but hey it's a winter wonderland here in new york city and then also i heard that this weekend miami 
Like tonight, it's going to have a 35 degree day. That's like the first time in forever. It's like an apocalypse down there in Miami. But when I head down there, uh, best believe it's going to be warm. And dad, my dad lives down there for right now. Dad, I'll see you then. And um, no need to visit New York, guys, right now during the winter. New York during the winter, it's expensive. It's cold. It's unpleasant. You might, your flight might get canceled. You guys should be coming to New York anywhere from freaking September 1st to November 1st, okay? Or you got to miss those months in between because December, January, and February here, it's too damn cold. You guys come here maybe March 1st through June 1st. That's a good time. And then, you know, if you're going to come to New York in the summer, prepare to freaking have your balls sweating. But besides that, New York is great at all times. It's just this weather sometimes is not the best. And you walk outside when you're in New York sometimes and you're like, why do I live here? It is a too a cold. For those of you who don't know New York, sports betting is now legal. So thanks to one of my buddies told me that there was like kind of an arbitrage that you can do. You go into the Caesars app, um, the betting app, you bet $20 and then they end up giving you like $150. I don't even really know how this works and why these betting sites are just giving free money because they think that once you have a certain amount of money in your account, you're going to use that money and you're not going to cash out. But I bet $20. I won the $20 bet, so it ended up, I ended up winning $50, cashed out that $50, and then won like another $90 in the back end, so won like $140 or something. But the thing is, I mean, <coughs> not such a bad move from Caesars, from DraftKings, you know, making you bet X amount of money and then giving you so much money on the back end, just because they think they're going to hook a lot of people with that fishing rod. <laughs> Hook them right in the side of the mouth. As soon as people bet, sometimes people get really antsy. I myself, I'm not such a big better. Like, if my friends and I are watching football on a rare occasion, basketball, and we're all betting, yeah, sure, maybe I'll put $20 on the UConn basketball team to win or something like that. But I'm not such a big better. People get addicted to weird things. And it's all over the place. Am I addicted to biting my nails? As I'm looking at my freaking nails here, I'm coming up to the YouTube camera. Like, I got to stop biting them. It gets to the point where... I'm not even biting the nail anymore. I'm biting the skin around the nail. Weird habits. Everybody has their their weird habit, you know? You guys remember this show on Lifetime or whatever it was? Like, I'm a hashtag, I'm addicted to eating sofas. I love styrofoam, or I have eaten macaroni and cheese for the past 17 years. Just strictly that. Macaroni and cheese is solid. I actually found this new restaurant <laughs> the other day, this new vegan place. Guys, it's so funny. This place is called Plant Burger. Very good. Not an ad here, obviously, but the box that it comes in, it just reminds me exactly of McDonald's. Kind of same color as McDonald's. Same basic, like, chicken nugget structure box. But, hey, somebody's going to rip off McDonald's. It might as well be a vegan place. I absolutely love it. And, guys, we're seeing more vegan places pop up everywhere. You know, it doesn't really even matter where you in the world. Vegan places are popping up. They're here to stay. And <laughs> as I came back last night, it was so funny. My snacks, like, my snacks, sometimes I have to laugh at myself. Like, I was, I didn't drink last night, but it's funny, like, if I do drink and I'm drunk and, like, I'll just be eating an apple and having cashews <laughs> while I'm wasted. I don't know, pretty funny. I got on my knees the other day and wiped up some of this apartment, like, some of the dust. It's pretty crazy how easily dust forms in your apartment. And I'm only really, like dusting the places where I can actually see. Like, as I'm looking right now, I see under my refrigerator that I got to do some dusting over there. But, like, I go no shoes in the apartment. And I hope you guys go no shoes in the apartment. If you don't, that's crazy. 
It's funny how that's really not always a thing. Like, as soon as you walk into an apartment, studio, or, or wherever, I mean, not a studio, but if you walk into an apartment, a place where there's a rug, you guys got to be taking off your shoes. It's kind of like psychopathic that people don't take off their shoes when walking into the apartment. Like, wh- how does that not work? You guys are on the street, walking all these miles, maybe step in doo-doo, and then you're walking in the apartment with shoes on. So if you guys do wear shoes in your apartment, change that rule right now. You got to go barefoot shirtless, and especially like now. When I'm seeing all this dust in my apartment, I haven't cleaned it in, you know, a few weeks. But still, like, how is this much dust forming? You know, I rarely have the windows open in here. Maybe I do occasionally, you know, get the smell out, get the stenches, you know, whatever the smell in the apartment is. Whether it's just young male adult stench or, you know, some sort of smoke of some kind, whatever it is. I open the windows a little bit and... I don't wear shoes in my apartment, and it's still dusty. So, guys, this, if you get anything from this freaking episode, don't wear shoes in your apartment. It's weird. Stop wearing shoes in your apartment. The hell? Ted Jones world hat to the left. Ted Jones world hat to the right. Guys, I re-watched one of the vlogs that I posted probably about four months ago now, a new art piece and a coffee edition, and I made this sign here. And, you know, when I initially made the sign, I was nervous. I was like, is this going to be a good art piece? Am I really going to like this having above my head, having this art piece above my head? And yes, I do love it. I love the colors, love that I have. Ted Jones World at gmail.com up in there in the corner. So if you guys do have any emails, listener emails, whatever it is, you you send them over to Ted Jones World at gmail.com. But I'm very excited for this month coming up, February. Assuming, is today February 1st? I don't know how many days are in January. And you know what's funny? People will count the months with their thumb. You guys ever get that? January, whoop, February, whoop, March, April, May, whoop, something like that. I don't know the fifth thing, but I know that there are 28 days in February, unless it's a leap year, a yeep year, and then there's 29 or 30. Is that right? I don't know. But people born on, like, a leap year, they only have a birthday every four years, which I find to be pretty funny. Coingram's actually one of my favorite Instagram accounts. They let you guys know all about crypto and then also stock prices and stuff like that. So here is something that's actually interesting. And it it makes you kind of think you guys got to zoom out. You know, you'll see the daily activity. You'll see the weekly activity, maybe monthly activity on your phone. But for the most part, when you're talking crypto and you're talking stocks, you got to zoom out. Check how they've been doing over the past year, past two years, stuff like that. Returns in 2022 versus the past 10 years. Apple is negative 4% in 2022, and they're up 966% in the past 10 years. Microsoft, negative 8%, and then 955% past five years. So basically, I'm just letting you guys know all these stocks are down in 2022. We'll go Apple, negative 4%. Microsoft, negative 8 Google, negative 8 Facebook, negative 10 Amazon, negative 14 Tesla, negative 20 Netflix, negative 36 But... It's freaking crazy to see the other returns because Apple over the past 10 years is 966% up. Microsoft, 955%. Google, 819%. Facebook, 694%. Amazon, 1,374%. Tesla, 14,338%. Netflix, 2,073%. So if you guys just pick a good company, Company that has been talked a lot about in the stock market. Maybe you listen to Jim Cramer. I don't know who you're listening to for your stocks. Or you follow somebody that you deem uh, respectable, smart, Kathy Wood in a crypto environment. You got to put your money there and then just forget about it. 
You know, have a plan, whether it's going to be, okay, I'm going to hold my money here for three years. I'm going to hold it here for six months. I mean, you got to be careful with the short-term gains if you hold something for less than a month. I mean, excuse me, less than a year. But besides that, I'd say you just got to pick a good company, company you think has a good leader and just run with it. That's also like, I was watching the Full Send podcast with Gary Vee and he was saying, when you look at NFT projects, you want to look at the person who's behind project because right now there's so many different nft projects that maybe like an influencer an athlete is promoting but like they're just getting their ten thousand dollars and maybe running you know you got to really look at who is behind the actual nft project not like who's endorsing it but who has made the project whether the person before that is big into crypto or maybe they're big into stocks we need to look and see who is behind the actual project You know, when you think of like an Uber versus a Lyft, you see um, maybe the the team behind Uber is better than behind Lyft. But I think that there's like a lot of different pieces that you need to look into before investing in a certain like crypto currency. Maybe it doesn't all like go the same as a, a stock. But if you look at like Netflix, Netflix went down, you know, a number of points because of its earnings. But you see like Netflix is like a solid company. So it's probably going to continue to go upwards. So we'll see. But guys like Bill Ackman, guys who have been in the stock market, done great year over year. He's a guy who just bought a ton of Netflix. And then maybe if you look at El Salvador, the only country that actually has Bitcoin on their balance sheet, he just bought the dip. A lot of people are buying the dip. Dave Portnoy the other day just bought 29 Bitcoin after saying a year ago that he would never touch Bitcoin. Quite the time to get in today being Saturday, it's $38,000, but we'll see. Is Bitcoin going to get to 100000 this year? People thought that Bitcoin was going to get to $100,000 at the end of 21, and as we've had this big wipeout this past, like, three weeks, we'll see if it gets up there. Obviously, I hope it gets up there because, I mean, I've spoken on this podcast. I have, like, 75p of my net worth in crypto, but if I lose all of it, I'm fucked. Yep, I'm freaking fucked, but I have a lot of hope in, um, you know, Bitcoin, and if it goes down, goes to zero, then... I don't know, we're moving freaking back in with mom or dad. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got to risk it for the absolute biscuit. If you guys are passionate about talking into a microphone, you want people to listen to you, it'll take a little bit for it to start to pick up. Hey, look, like Joe Rogan, his first 50 episodes, he was only averaging like 100 listens per episode. You know, he was doing it just talking, talking with some of his boys, whatever it is, before people even knew what a podcast was. And now look at the guy. The guy's got... Neil Young freaking pulling his library off Spotify because of the information that Joe Rogan is having via his guests and coronavirus. Stephen A. Smith over the new year was in the hospital and the nurses and doctors in the hospital were telling him if he didn't have the vaccine shot, he may not have made it. Stephen A. Smith even said himself that he was so sick and that like, thank God for the vaccine because if he didn't have the shot, he may not have made it out of that hospital. Now, maybe you guys, or if you're anti-vaxxer, you'll say that, well, these vaccines don't even work. Look how sick people are getting. And I think it helps you not get sick. Now, if you guys remember back in July, I was talking here on the podcast. I was the sickest I've probably ever been for nine days. This was right around like when uh, Delta, the Delta variant was kind of around. I tested myself five times, had three PCRs, two rapids. All of them came back negative, but I was the sickest I've ever been in my entire life. And Having the vaccine already, did that save me from being even sicker? Potentially, but was it corona? Who knows? You just got to do your best to try and stay as healthy as possible. You know what I mean? Whether it's eating good, going to the gym a few times a week, even if you're going to the gym for 20 minutes, three times a week, guys, it really does wonders. 
And once you're there at the gym, 20 minutes goes by super fast. You know what? Maybe an hour doesn't go by super fast, but like if you just need a few steps in a day like today, you can't go outside and walk. You hit that treadmill, go on it for 20 minutes, walk a mile, you're going to feel a lot better. You know, come back, have you cool feet. No need to eat first thing in the morning if you're not hungry. If you're not hungry, you don't need to eat. Okay. I'm not sure if you heard it here first, but that's kind of how I'm, I live my motto. People ask me, oh, well, Ted, what do you eat for breakfast? Breakfast is made by the cereal companies and granola companies in the 60s when we first came out with these, this idea of cereal. You know, it was for the guys in World War II who didn't have something to eat or they needed something to on the battlefield. They'd have a bar or something. It's not for people who are <laughs> working on their everyday life. You know, like I don't, I usually, what's, what's the time right now? 12, 15 on a Saturday right now. Sorry guys. I know I'm going all over the place with the dates, but just so you know, I record the uh, Tuesday episodes on Saturday, but today being Monday, whatever. I don't really eat until post 12 o'clock. Like I eat all my food within like a six hour window of the, of the day. You know, like maybe I'll eat from like, 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. But, like, I'm not super strict about it. I just have, I have adapted to only eating when I'm, like, really hungry. And I know when I am really hungry and when I'm, like, okay, I don't really need to eat that much. And I think that has helped me stay lean and stay muscular throughout the past seven or eight months when I really just switched my diet. Because of, um, like, July of 2020, I was probably in, like, the skinniest shape of my life. Now, I was really freaking cut lean was running every single day like you guys can see here i'll pull it up right here on the uh, youtube channel like how cut i was like to get abs like this that cut like you guys for the most part you're so freaking hungry all the time i don't suggest getting like that ever like i'm 10 pounds more than at my leanest probably as of right now yeah my leanest i was probably like you know like 168 169 and now i'm probably eh, i'm probably more than 10 pounds like probably around like 182 183 which i think is a good weight for me but like just getting lean like your body will adapt you know your body will use the fat that it already has so when you first initially get that hunger boost in the morning this is also just advice you guys don't have to listen to this obviously but when you get that first like initial craving for food in the morning whatever it is have some black coffee you know that'll suppress your hunger maybe have an apple that'll suppress your hunger even more water but I mean, having these insane big breakfasts, which I always used to do, you know, I always used to have the bacon, egg and cheese on a roll on a weekend. I used to have the big bagel with the cream cheese at 9 a.m., you know, after eating maybe drunk food at 1230 a.m. We don't need to eat three meals a day. And I'm sure you guys have heard that by now, but like you only really need to eat when you're freaking hungry. You know, and we're not hungry three times a day. We're just trained because that's how many times we've eaten you know, for the past 60 years, we used to not eat three times a day. Guys, we <laughs> it used to take us eight hours to go hunt for food, hunter gatherer vibes, you know, and also in terms of eating meat, like how often do you think we were eating meat, catching a, an animal in the wild? Once a month, maybe, if that, maybe once every three months. So while I think that occasionally it's okay for humans to eat meat we're not made to eat meat three times a day we're not made to wake up eat a bacon egg and cheese then for lunch have a chicken salad then for dinner have a steak like no human is made to do that and also our teeth are not made for that huh we don't have those big canine teeth like lions or tigers or bears oh my you like that the little wizard of oz reference 
more plants, more walking. Okay, more plants and more walking, I think, are the number two steps or two steps to getting healthier. And in, in an environment like this, New York or wherever you guys are listening to this from, you know, get on the treadmill, hit that local gym, get there. Just get there a few days a week. It'll clear your head. You'll feel better. And also sometimes the food that you eat just makes you depressed. Like I've gotten to a point where I have just not been in a good mood because I was just eating shitty foods. Like I myself being my heaviest at like 200 pounds and just like not fit. I just wasn't feeling well, you know, being a couch potato. They say your, your stomach is like your second gut, you know, like it uh, is attached to your brain. So be careful with that guys. Let's eat healthy. Let's be healthy this year in 2022. (laughs) Listener email today. Ted, how do you feel about the giants and jets? both being from New York, in quotes, and not even playing in the state of New York. Interesting email. You know, that I've thought about that before, how the New York Jets and the New York Giants both play in East Rutherford, New Jersey, like not in New York. Now, is that legal to even do something like that? I don't know. I mean, I've always been a Jets guy. I mean, I've liked the Giants in the past when the Giants have been good and, like, they made the Super Bowl go over to my friends, parents, Super Bowl parties, and the Giants are playing because it's been a freaking long time since the Jets have been good. You know, the Yankees always obviously good, but yes, they play in the Bronx. Maybe if the New York Jets started to play in New York, we'd have a different outcome. I mean, the New York Giants have played in East Rutherford for a very long time, but how do I feel about the Jets and Giants not playing in New York? I feel a bit betrayed. You know, should they be called the New Jersey Jets, the New Jersey Giants? Maybe. I mean, maybe the Devils and the Islanders both play in New Jersey. I mean, the Devils play, excuse me, the Devils play in New Jersey, the hockey team, and which is like 500 feet from the New York and from the New York Jets and the New York Giants arena. So is that fair? I don't know. We got to figure that out. That is bizarre. You know, calling yourself a New York team and we don't even play in New York. Not a lot of um, discussion has made behind made behind that, you know? Freaking New York Jets, New York Giants, both playing in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Like 20 minutes outside of the Lincoln Tunnel, yes, but still not in New York. We'll see. Madison Square Garden also might be moving its location. Madison Square Garden has moved its location like three times in the past 80 years. So we'll see. I don't know. There is a lot of construction going on outside of Madison Square Garden. So if you guys are in New York and you see that, you let me know. TedJonesWorldGmail.com. Um, Tony, thank you for writing in, bro. Interesting question. Guys, Ted Jones Comedy Shows, Comedy Night with Ted Jones, opening for Hannah Burner in Miami. We got a lot of things going on this February. Super pumped about it. But, guys, write in. I always love hearing from each and every single one of you. Let me know um, Let me know what your question is, okay? If you have any questions for me, Ted Jones here, um, or the team, whatever the frig it is, you guys just let me know, all right? Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 208, and we'll see you guys on Thursday, all right? Have a good day. Peace.